Nobody uh, knows where two drinks is. Where, where is did he go? And he's, he's the just, Carmen San Diego of super flexible podcasts. He's just in the bathroom. He'll be he'll be back with us shortly. He'll be here. We'll drop him the link. He's he's preparing for the hurricane. I don't think they're gonna get much though. We'll see. They don't get scared. No, they don't. You know, we're in a we're in a uh, DM thread with about a million uh, Florida people. Yeah, I don't know how that worked out. That was just by accident, and all of them are just like, "Hey, we're getting drunk." Yeah, um, exactly. That's, that's about it. And uh, and man, so I've, I mean, I've heard stories too about like Dynasty Trades HQ and um, when you guys were starting out and even having to wait a little bit. Like back in the day, remember that that big hurricane? Like I. I do no justice with my timeline. I want to say like what three to four years ago that they had down there, and yeah, it um, delayed us by like a few weeks. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, but I remember. So we were kind of starting fantasy football breakdown around that time too, and I remember like even trying to record shows during that and. And even and that was a bad one. And even then, they're just like, "Oh, we don't care," you know. Like, and you're just like, "Well, fucking get out of there!" Like, that's you're crazy. Like, but they all just stay. And like you said, they they party and yeah. it's Florida. They they're just, crazy. I'd I'd be hiding. Like I uh, I joked the other day. Like I dig a ground a hole in the ground and then just hide in it. But yeah, they 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 just deal with it, man. Good for Florida people. So hopefully passes everyone and nothing bad happens to anybody i've always thought it was a good opportunity to get rid of the cat but (laughs) that's animal cruelty you can't just leave a cat outside but i I mean if you can't get it in i I, I understand like i probably wouldn't go out of my way yeah they're they're just not my favorite pet um so but we're we're back with some dynasty trash trades so i've got a couple of dynasty trash trades but as i mean gosh it's such a weird time right now and with trades with covid um i don't know like i i seen you put a post out that i i agree with before i i get into it with you but um saying like now is the time to buy some some first some seconds like some 2021s is where we're going with this I mean, thirds and fourths and fifths at this point, too, because I'm trading those in season for, for victories. Victory! Um, if I can get them. Yeah. And, um, so, but do you think you can get them now? Like, are there, what kind of moves are you trying to make? Like, is there anything, what are you trying to take advantage of with this COVID situation and the fear of maybe the, whether there's a lockout? Um, are you in any startups? Are you drafting different? Um, yeah, I'm in, I'm in a few startups. I'm drafting. It hasn't affected my drafting too much. I will say there's guys, there's certain wide receivers that I wanted to buy that I decided to pass on. Though. So like last week, uh, you know, every once in a while it gets in my head when I realize like a player's good. And for whatever reason, I've faded them in the past um, and usually not a good reason. So in this case, Tyler Lockett. So I'm looking through my leagues and I'm like, hey. I could, uh, I should go buy some Tyler Lockett. And, you know, so what I do is I look at his age and I go, oh, he's only 27. And then I go, oh, well, he might not be actually 29. You know, he might not step mm-hmm. on the field until he's 29. There mm-hmm. might not be a 2021 season. Um, so I'm definitely taking into account there's a year of production that you might be losing from players' careers. Yeah. Because it's not like, you know, if they miss 2020, that it's going to extend their career by another year. 
they, that that season's most likely just gone forever, right? Um, because new players keep coming into the league, your body continues to age. You know, I don't care if you played football or not. At thirty four, you're thirty four years old. DK and, uh, Metcalf develops a little bit more. I mean, even with off field practice, I mean, you have to think that dude's a beast, and he's priming to take that over. Definitely. So yeah, it's 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 affecting me. You know, look, twenty nine is not the death sentence that a lot of people think it is at the wide receiver position. Um, so I'll just put that out there. I know that 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 still gives you their age 29 through 30 through 31 seasons, which are all smash spots. But it's still a consideration, the fact that I'm going to lose a year of it. So it, it definitely affects a trade that way. Um, and the same with startups. Like, you know, there's some guys that I'm looking at where, I, you know, Todd Gurley would be a guy I'd probably grab. Um a little later, Andreas, probably in the mid rounds. But now I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. again, even if he's not playing football, arthritis on those knees another year, I lose a year of production. I, I don't know that I want to pay that price for him. He's a player that and I have a lot of Todd Gurley, but he's a player that I'm concerned that we could see deciding that he's not going to play for the year any day, any minute now. Yeah, I'm not even. I, I've given up on trying to figure out who's going to be because the, the guy to sure now is uh, Matt Stafford. Yeah. Because we all know, his, you know, his wife, I believe, had, I don't know if she had cancer, but she definitely had like a tumor in her brain or, or yeah. you know, something yep. to that effect. Um, and then people with young kids, newborns, you, you kind of expect them to opt out because that's kind of been what's happening. Right. Um, but, in some cases they're not. So who knows? It's just, it's just, it's almost impossible to guarantee or excuse me, even comprehend or contemplate who's going to sit out. You drive yourself crazy. Yeah. And I think that's part of the holdup then. And kind of where I was going is I feel like, I feel like the minute I trade with you said trade that we don't have a non-existing trade. I feel like one of us is going to get burned because, and, and so you're almost hesitant to make certain moves or, me personally, I'm kind of making moves differently and I'm going for, I want, like you said, some picks attached or I want some youth a little bit. I am concerned about Matt Stafford because what does happen if he decides to not play for the season, like a, a lost season to him, I mean, what, 31 years old and contract year? I don't know. So I'm yeah, going to start up and he's been somebody I target a lot, but I, I was like, I was pretty much like, absolutely not. And, you know, you can't even just look at guys' contracts because if you look at Damian Williams opting out, Mm. he basically was playing for a contract for 2021, the way the contract was set up. And he was like, no, I'm good. Because the thing is, your contract goes on hold. So if you opt out, well, it's just like, you know, you're you're frozen in time and then you start the following year. Um, So it's just just too confusing to try to parse who we think it's going to be. So I, I, I won't even bother. I'm just yeah. going to, you know, look, I, I'm going to try to gather a bunch of picks. Um, as of today, I'm going to start trying to add some fab to those trade offers. I was listening to Dynasty and Chill last week, the patron episode, and someone brought that up. And for some reason, that had to even cross my mind. But, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm just going to I'm going to try to get the get picks, and I'm going to try to get fab because those are things that, that are fungible. Those are things I can move around and that I can use in season um, as opposed to a player who could get COVID, and then I get nothing out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But then are you going to try to buy COVID players? Oh, yeah. Cheap? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely try to buy them too. 
Like, do I we mean, get some opportunities where we can send some trash offers? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. I'm definitely gonna try to buy low on players as soon as they go on that 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 it's in season and they go on that list. I'll try to buy them. Um, right now, the only guy that I know, uh, name guy that actually ha- has has it and has admitted to having it or has at least announced having it was Lane Johnson. So unless you're playing a you know a league with offensive lines, it's really not going to affect anything fantasy wise. And even still, if someone catches it right now, I mean, I think it's what a two week uh, self quarantine, and usually after that, you should be good to go. Yeah, Finero told me that it was three weeks. Like if they go on the COVID list, whatever for whatever reasons they're going on there, that it's supposedly a three week process, and then you need to test um, negative. Um, <laughs> No, I know initially that was what they they said it was going to be, but now it's just two negative tests, mm. which you could have two negative tests in the span of one week. Um, so it's it's just all very confusing. And the fact is that a lot of us are out, and it's not on purpose. A lot of us are very confused by what the rules are going to be. Right, and and um, why are they going on the list? Because they're not that they don't right. have to say whether they have it or whether they were around it or are they concerned they're going to get it? Right. And I just brought up a Yahoo article from six days ago, just to see, uh, according to them, they don't know how long, basically the NFL is yet to reveal how long a player will reserve, remain on the reserve COVID list. Um, MLB, which is what I thought it was for the NFL, but apparently I was wrong. That's the one you need two consecutive negative tests before you can return. Okay. So who knows? I mean, that's as of six days ago. That's the latest thing I see on news. It might be wrong. Um, so if anyone knows the answer, feel free to tweet at me and let me know. Um, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with and that's you. the other problem is there's going to be a ton of people that don't know what the hell it means. Yeah. There's going to be guys that get COVID in, in your, you know, and in your league, they're going to think, well, does that mean he's done for the year? And is, I mean, at that point, is it my job to tell everyone what the rules are? Right. Because I know, you know, me, when I get trade offers and I think they're they're too good to be true or I think they're bad, I make sure I go try to investigate why, you know. So the first thing I would do is hit Twitter, like, is this guy sick? Uh, nope. Uh, you know, and if he is, what does it mean? Yeah. What about somebody like Aaron Rodgers? I don't I don't like Aaron Rodgers as is. So you, I think you he's get a, a canceled season and I mean. Yeah, he's 36. Seven? Th- is he, yeah, somewhere in there. I mean, he was already on his last two years of that contract anyway. Um, basically, um, they can get out of that contract. But if they get a year of, you know, just schooling Jordan Love I, remotely or sometimes on site, I don't even know what it would look like, to be quite honest with you. Mm-hmm. There's every chance that we never get to see um, Rodgers again in a Packer uniform. Yeah. So I don't know how you could trade for him right now. I mean, at a discount, steep discount, sure. But the guy's barely a top twelve quarterback as it is in points per game. So yeah, I, I've you know, got a sheriff tried to move, and it seems so tough. Yeah, if you can get a discount, I mean, obviously go for it. It's just you're gonna have to take all these things into account. Mm. Will, will you give me a discount if you're the owner? No, God no. That's the problem. I'm not giving anyone discounts on anything. Like I'm, I'm looking at COVID as is it's short term. It's short term, just like. Uh, it's shorter term than an ACL tear. It's shorter term than a groin strain. You know, it's something with a finite end. Um, a guy's not going to get COVID and then have COVID forever. Um, 
hopefully he's going to recover from it because, you know, I, I agree, but it's, it's not like Aaron Rodgers is long-term. No, 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 no. So, I mean, it, it all depends too. Like if we're talking, if there's a season, or if there's not a season, if there's a season, am I going to give a discount on a guy? Probably not. Mm-hmm. If there's a season canceled, eh, I might give a discount because then, you know, I've lost a year of production anyway. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And that's just it. Those are the problems you run into because the minute you trade Aaron Rodgers away, you you watch him go on to play 17 game season and tear it up. But the minute you acquire him, you're you watch him shut the season down or something. So you don't know where it's just this like covid purgatory that we're waiting to see what's going to happen and how everything's going to play out. So I don't know. It's totally different this year, even trying to come up with a strategy for. Yes, my only real strategy, and it's not that different than any other season, is maintaining flexibility. I want to maintain that. I want to ensure that I have outs. I want to make sure that I have a bunch of picks that if I can sell them Mm. later in the season, great. If I end up holding them until next draft season when everybody is losing their minds, um, because the season was canceled or the season was shortened or we didn't see college players. So everybody thinks these third rounders are, you know, the way to go. Yeah. Uh, um, that's fine too. Um, if I can sell them then that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And that's even something I noticed too, in a startup that I'm in that I, I don't want to trade my picks away. Right. Yeah. I'm in agreement with you there. So let me throw a trade at you, and you get to decide if this is trash or not. So on one side, I'll say the side with um, less pieces. It you get Darius Geis and Keenan Allen. On the other side, you will be getting Chase Edmonds, Brandon Cooks, and two twenty twenty one seconds. Nah, I want the Keenan Allen side. Me too. The seconds are nice, but. You know, I'm trying to accrue picks, but not at the price and not at the cost of having actual good players on my team. You downgrade a running back and wide receiver pretty quick and just for two seconds. Yeah. No, 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 no. Again, you want to gather picks, but not at the expense of giving up good players. Because if the season's played, you still want the good players. You just want the picks to supplement them for when you're trying to, you know, replace guys in season. Is it trash? No, it's not trash. I kind of agree. It's not trash. It's just kind of like eh, easy, easy decline. Right. Like that's one of those, you know, if I get it, I give it, I, I can see like, all right, dude wasn't trying to get over over on me, but that's fine. Keenan Allen is a player I've been trying to go out and buy everywhere. And I think that just him running his mouth a little bit, raised the price a little bit for me for now. So I have to back off a little bit, but how do you feel about that? Was Keenan Allen being disrespected? Yeah, a lot of people have always been down on Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it because he's like he's like a plus size uh, Jarvis Landry to me. Um, just he's he's better player. Um, but between the injuries early in his career, people you know called him injury prone. He had an excellent rookie season. Then he had a really terrible sophomore season. Then the injuries, and then you know now the narrative is basically well, Philip Rivers was. The reason that he basically, you know, he was a, a top performing wide receiver because mm-hmm. Philip Rivers targeted him with targets, peppered him with targets, yep. excuse me, which is true. I mean, he's not a guy that, you know, is going to go out there and be hyper efficient. Um, at least we haven't seen that. Um, 
I still think he's an excellent wide receiver, though, and he's still only 27 or 28 years old. I should probably look that up, I, which I, I will. I think it's a 27-ish. Like, yeah, he's, he's not, right in there. I mean, he's not old. He's just, you know, people forget because he came out young. Or not people don't forget mm-hmm. that he came out. He's 28. So he's 28 years old. He's been in the league basically my entire life. He's been in the league since 2013. Um, just in his prime, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy's got one, two, three, three in a row, three seasons in a row over uh, 1,100 yards. Um, he's consistent as far as scoring touchdowns. You know what you're going to get. He's got six a year for the last three years. Pretty good. He's got a career drive eight. Like, he's a guy that I think we know what he is, and he can be a very low-end wide receiver one or a very high-end wide receiver two, and I'm going to be good with that. Yeah. I agree. And I think that's something too in dynasty. Like we have this, uh, this thin line we walk and I know like you and Charlie talk a lot about, about like strategies and stuff now over at manic and chill. And if you guys haven't, you got to check that out. Um, we'll push him to it at the end of the show. But like, I think that's a, a line we walk is the value when it starts to decrease versus like when some of our wide receivers are hitting their peak and when they actually are in their prime is that like, 27 to 29 years old they can start to hit and i think that he can still do that even with the quarterback change to tyrod taylor and then eventually probably herbert assuming he's still there yeah it's crazy how quickly we we want to give up on wide receivers like and there's been numerous articles about it mike tagliere wrote one um i believe it was mike brody i believe that's how i pronounce it um have done wide receiver studies where it shows like 29 is not a death sentence for them. It's mm-hmm. not key on, you know, there, there's no reason for you to, you, you should be buying them. I mean, if you, you're trying to win, that's what you should be doing is buying 27, 28 year old wide receivers. You're going to get two to three years of production out of them um, at worst. And two to three years of production in dynasty. I, I know people think we're playing forever. Two to three years should be your window at the most. Um, that's what you should be trying to do is winning in the next two to three years. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And that's something even I've noticed it, the change in me a little bit is um, going after some of those wide receivers to pair with my running backs. And um, this offseason has definitely been a Keenan Allen offseason for me. He It just seems like the price is right. Yeah, you know, and he's a guy I got burned. Like I said, I got burned by him because I've been playing for a while. So I think my first year dynasty football was probably his sophomore season. Matter of fact, I know for a fact it was because I went all in on him. And uh, when he disappointed, and, uh, you know, it definitely left a sour taste in my mouth or whatever cliche you want to use. And then the injury started. So it was easy to fade him. So it did take me a minute. And I'm, you know, no better than anyone else. I have recency bias and things like that. So it took me a minute to get over the fact like, OK, he is not injury prone. These were all unrelated injuries. Um there's no reason not to buy him. And and now if people want to sell him at a discount, definitely I'm buying him. Yeah. Now he's a guy, you know, right now I'm in my, uh, I need to sell Clyde Edwards Hilaire mode because the new DLF ADP came out. And I think he's one one Oh five in single quarterback leagues. Um, so I'm doing everything in my power to sell him. But after that, I might go try to buy me some Keenan Allen. Maybe I'll just see if I could get him as a freaking throw in. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I, I wonder if you did approach so, something like the Keenan Allen owner and a different running back that they have on their team. I mean, man, you might be surprised. Uh, I would definitely, I'm, I'm definitely all about that move and trying to. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, just yeah. for fun. 
Hey, look, you know me. I love I love buying stuff. Like right now, I'm 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 not even attempting to make send out fair offers for Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Um, cause I don't even know what fair is. What I think is fair is not what the market says is fair. So I'm out here like, Hey, send me Jonathan Taylor and Jalen Rager and you can have Clyde Edwards Hilaire. That's what I'm doing. And then, yeah, but if they have a Keenan Allen on there, I'm going to throw him in, in those. And, and then you start yeah, to I, wonder too, just with the way he's being valued, like, did, did I, did I lowball myself? Like, did I just give them a steal of the day just from, I mean, I, I would be happy with your side to be clear the Taylor and Rager side, but you start to wonder, like, would they have given me a second too? Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing is, like, you, you just, and that it's almost, to, it's not there yet, but it's almost to that point when you know when you're trying to trade Saquon Barkley at his heights, or you're trying to trade CMC. There's almost no offer that feels right. Either everything feels like you're asking for way too much, or just not enough. Yeah, uh, and he's already moved into that range, and he's never played a game on the NFL field yet. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty insane. And, you know, and I'm not one of those yeah. guys. It's like, oh, well, they got to prove it to me for three years before I'll buy in on because that's just stupid. But dude, I gotta sell him now. I mean, it's just yeah. his price is so like there's no down, there's no room for downside if he doesn't hit as you know a top five running back. He's a disappointment. Yeah, I, I think that. It's definitely a sell window. Even even within the next week or two, it's gonna simmer down a little bit. Like it, there'll be a certain it'll maintain until he plays a game. But but right now is the time when people are seem to be going crazy. Yeah. And so I'm absolutely with you. Um, I've got one more trade, and it happens at Barkley in it. So you mentioned oh, Barkley and Taylor it has both of them in it. So this is just Saquon Barkley on one side, and the other side is Jonathan Taylor and a 2021 fourth. A fourth? That's it. It's a fourth? Yep. That's not a trash trade, but that's not enough to move off of uh, King Barkley for me. No, uh, I, I agree. Uh, and I think I agree on both accounts. It does kind of make me think, though, that, and man, I like Jonathan Taylor a lot. Like, um, I, I mean, so it's so hard for me to come off somebody like Taylor, but it does start to make you think that, okay, maybe we start taking advantage of, kind of like you said with Clyde Edwards Delaire, who I, I know you like more than me. Um, maybe we do move some of these rookies that we like a lot if this is what's happening, because this one, the dialogue was with it. Um, uh, I forgot who it was, but um, he was he was kind of like I don't feel like this is enough for Barkley, but I also really want to get Jonathan Taylor. Like he was on the fence about this, so it just makes you stop and think. Like maybe maybe this isn't that far off to get Barkley to somebody, or for you, like what do you have to add to Clyde Edwards Alaire to go get Barkley? That's that's the interesting thing is I. I, I don't know that I'm going to move from Edward Hilaire to Barkley because then I think the price right there is too much for me to make that move in my mind, at least um, I'm thinking you have to, you better give me at least another uh, first um, to move from Clyde Edwards Hilaire to Barkley. Um, and honestly, I don't know if the, it's worth it at that cost. Um, and I love Barkley. I think, I still think he's the best running back in the league. I think he's head and shoulders, well, maybe not head and shoulders, but he's definitely better than Christian McCaffrey. Um, yeah, I want to sell McCaffrey. I have one McCaffrey share that I'd, I'd like to do something with. Yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not particularly looking to sell him, I guess, at this point, like I said, because I have him in a couple leagues and just, I can't find the right, I can't find the right, the sweet spot for it. 
Like, you know, every trade offer that I've sent out, I, I know, including him, has been just so massively lopsided um, that no one should ever accept it because that's the only thing that would feel right. Because, <laughs> like we said, it is time to send out some trash trades. Yeah. yeah. So I, I guess I have nothing super trashy for us on this trash trades. Um, all right. We can talk normal trades, too. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. We'll get trashier, though. Yeah, well, we'll get, look, don't 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 be shy. Shoot a shoot a some. Um, we uh we like talking about bad trades. We like talking about good trades too, though. There's more nuance in that. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I like talking with you. It gets my head spinning about some moves that I want to try to make too. So I'm probably gonna try to get a couple done. Get her done. Tell them who you yeah. are. All the stuff you're doing. Oh, um, Shane is the worst. At Shane is the worst. Um. Shane is the worst. Yeah, I got the, you know, I write for DLF. I obviously do Dynasty Trades HQ, which is my baby. That's like my main girl, yep. always. Um, then, yeah, I do the writing for Dynasty League Football. I got the YouTube channel with uh, my, our YouTube show on there, the, the Dynasty League Football YouTube channel. Manic and Chill with my buddy Scott Connor, who really is a smart dude, really helps me expand my thought process. Oh, and I forgot to give a shout out to Michael Sipes and Jeremy Brown on Dynasty Trade HQ. Um, those dudes help definitely help my process too. Um, hopefully, they don't hear this so that they don't. Know that. <laughs> I'd hate to admit that to them. That they've definitely helped me refine my process. Um, that's it. Just manic and chill. Dynasty Trade HQ. Some writing, um, and then this show. That's it. That's all. Only places you're going to hear me. I realized I was doing too many podcast appearances. And uh, I got tired of hearing myself talk, so these are the only places you're going to hear me from now on. Take a little hiatus from the guests, you know? Yep, yep. I hear you. Well, I'm glad you're still here. All those names they call... What, how many names did they call you Like when you were a kid? Like Shane, Shane the Brain, Shane's a Pain, Shane the Pain, I heard that. Yeah, I got I got called a lot of things. Mostly gringo, though, because I grew up in a largely um, Hispanic neighborhood. Um, so I got gringo and blanco a lot. Oh. Um, so, yeah. so you know when they wanted when people wanted to talk about me behind my back and they thought you know they didn't want to be all obvious they would call me Blanco and I'm like but I know that that's white as well like come on, what are you doing like I grew up in this neighborhood I know what the fuck you're saying I might not know what <laughs> like, that's saying. definitely know. one that I know like I'm hip to that exactly then they'd call you Sean Sean the old people call me Sean and then they get mad at you because they're like Oh, it's the same thing, and you're like, no, no, it's it's completely fucking different. Yeah. That's a different part. Like your name's John. How would you like if I start calling you Tom, you jackass? Shane. Yeah. Same thing. Exactly. Not the same. Turkles. Different name. <laughs> That's oh. so fucking awesome. But that really no. happens. Like that, every Shane knows exactly yeah. what he's talking about right now. Yeah. You know, Shane's. That's why I always, you know, look, if I see a Shane on Twitter, I'm like, you're an immediate follow. Hopefully you're not an asshole. <laughs> and you're an, an asshole, I'm like, oh, fuck, this dude's a douchebag. I gotta I gotta unfollow a Shane. That's horrible. But if you're a Shane, usually you've been through the, the trauma, so I gotta not follow you back because you're usually good people. 